You've heard it said that every cloud has a silver lining. And it's true. Hard times in our lives can produce good results. You just have to dig through the fog to find them. The lessons that you learn from your hardships are never fun, but they're valuable. Over the next few weeks, I'd like us all to think about those hard-earned lessons. Maybe we can come out on the other side better than we were when it all started. This is something to think about. When I was in third grade, we moved to a new house. It was on a corner lot with sidewalks running both directions the length of the block. It was great for off-street bike riding. I could get up some pretty good speed on a whole block of sidewalk. Part of the fun was getting to the other end and jumping my bike off the curb to see how high and how far I could fly. Of course, I did the jump at the opposite end of the block where mom couldn't see me careening into the street. One sunny afternoon, I was practicing my newfound skill. I'd made the run a few times and was shooting for a record. As I zipped down the sidewalk again, I was concentrating on getting as much speed as possible. I was just about at the end of the block, ready to make the most fantastic jump, when at the last possible second, I noticed the car. It wasn't even a conscious thing. It happened so fast. But somehow my peripheral vision and my brain, what little brain I had as a third grader, put two and two together and instinctively, with no time to spare, I stood on the brakes and skidded to the side, aborting the launch and, in turn, a collision with the oncoming car. My heart was pounding. It was the first time in my life that I actually thought about my death, my own death. I sat on my bike, stunned by what had happened, and thought, I just now could have died. I really could have died. Fast forward to the present. A couple of days ago, my wife and I were sitting at a dining room table having dinner with some friends that we've known for decades. We went to college together, seminary together. We graduated and all served closely in the same church for years. I mean, these are the kinds of friends who could laugh and cry together about story after story for days on end. During one of our forays into current events, one of them said, You know, there have been some good things that have come out of this pandemic. For one thing, people have been forced to think about their own death. He was absolutely right. You say, what good can come from thinking about your own death? As a third grader, I faced that question for the first time. What about you? How often have you seriously thought about death? Your own death? Has this pandemic done anything to bring that contingency to mind? If so, it's a good thing. Because death is more than a contingency, it's a certainty. I know beyond question that I'm going to die. And I know beyond question that you will too. And there's virtually nothing in my life or in yours that's more important to think about. Why? Why is it important to think about death? 
Here's why. Because death may well not be the end of your life. I'm a chaplain, and I have no doubt in my mind that there is, in fact, life after death. I'll go a step further. I think that we all know this intuitively. It's built into us. Though we may not like to think about it, and we may indeed prefer to dismiss the idea. But here's the question. Can you really bring yourself to believe that there's no life after death? And thus, that there's no final accountability for the way that anyone lived? That nobody ultimately faces the consequences of their own life choices? Let's imagine for a moment that there is no ongoing existence after we die. Once we die, there's just nothing. There's no more us, there's no more being, and therefore there's no final accountability for the way that we lived. There's only nothingness. If that's true, if we all only face extinction after we die, then the way that we live doesn't really matter. Adolf Hitler, with malice and a forethought, personally orchestrated the systematic torture and murder of 11 million individual human beings. Mostly helpless, mostly harmless individual human beings. 11 million. Jeffrey Dahmer chose to accost, imprison, molest, dismember, and cannibalize 17 innocent human beings. Will Hitler and Dahmer never personally face the stark consequences of their horrific atrocities? Will these human travesties never at long last be fully and justly adjudicated? Will all human evils escape final judgment? Will no wrongs ever be righted? Will ultimate justice never be meted out? If there's nothing after death, then no one's actions or evils will ever be rectified. Nor do you need to concern yourself with the ultimate consequences of your own life and your own choices. You could live your entire life like Mother Teresa, or you could live your entire life like Jeffrey Dahmer or Adolf Hitler. It makes no difference in the long run if death just ends it all. Whether you've abused and tortured and wasted yourself or others by your choices, or whether you've helped and protected and served others by your choices, in the end, it ultimately makes no difference at all if there's no life after death. Saints and sinners are completely indistinguishable. Who cares? After you die, you're just gone. You're never held accountable for your life, nor is anyone else. Your existence in the grand scheme of the universe ultimately means nothing. But here's the thing. We all know intuitively that this isn't right. We all know instinctively that life must have ultimate meaning. 
None of us really wants human existence, when all is said and done, to be totally without value. We all want life, both good and evil, finally to make sense and to be rectified. Our hearts cry out for ultimate justice, ultimate resolution, ultimate meaning, purpose, and worth. And all of that can only happen if there's life after death. You know that. And so do I. You've heard me talk a lot about spiritual health. And that idea, in my opinion, is all important. We're not just living beings, we're spiritual beings. Yes, your physical body will die, all of us will die, but your spirit, your inner being, the real you, lives on after your physical death. And although your spiritual health is important to consider in this life, it's even more important to consider because of the life to come. Spiritual vibrancy, true spiritual life, is a matter of supreme importance today and tomorrow. Because today or tomorrow might be your last. And your spiritual well-being now will determine the spiritual well-being of your person, the real you, when this life is over. When all of us will face the prospect of our own ultimate accountability. Listen, none of us likes to think about death. But every now and then we're forced to confront it. And that's a good thing. Be it third grade peril or life-threatening pandemic. This is not a fun topic to bring up. But it is a serious topic. In fact, there's virtually no more serious topic on the face of the planet that you should ponder deeply. And now's the time to ponder it. If there is life after death, if there is a God, if there is ultimate accountability, you dare not avoid the question. On the other hand, if there is no such thing, then don't waste your time. The way that you live your life ultimately makes no difference at all. As a chaplain, I feel compelled to agree with my friend. And I feel compelled to mention it to you. There's something good about being confronted with the idea of your own death. Please, let me know if I can help you think through this crucial topic. You certainly don't have to agree with me, but trust me, it's something to think about. If there's any way that I can help along the way, please give me a call or shoot me an email. I'd love to talk to you. Take care and thanks for all that you do.